brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to the Daily Smith Figures World Devotional Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father, like God Almighty, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, as we are about to study your word, we pray that you help us. Read your word, understand it, so that we can put it in practice and follow you. May your Holy Spirit direct this whole session, so that as we study your word, that you may put it in practice for the glory and honor of your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. of today's teaching is changed by God's love changed by his love and the love we're talking about here is God's love obviously we are going to read Psalm chapter 51 from verse 1 to verse 17 and our key verse for today will be the verse number 17 we're reading from the New King James Version as usual have mercy upon me O God I got into your loving kindness According to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me through, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and with sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me, O Lord, a clean heart, O God. Create in me. A clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your will, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall so far with your praise, for you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And my key verse for today is verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken heart, a broken, a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. So today we are talking about God's love and the title is changed by his love. The love of God changes people. The love of God can change anybody. There's so much to say about the love of God, so I would just like kind of highlight what God's love does in our lives. First of all, his love saves us. It's a true love, a pure love, a sincere love, as first Peter chapter 1 verse 22 says. And by this love, he sent his only begotten son, John 3:16, to die on the cross for our sins. He sent his son so that whosoever will believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It is out of love that God did that. So love saves, love heals, love forgives, love changes you, it transforms you, it empowers you, it makes you into a new, a whole new creation, creation in Christ Jesus. It makes you Christ-like, it blesses you. Love is good. It's not by any hazard that God says that if you love God and you love your neighbor as yourself, you fulfilled the commandments because like love is what like englobes all all these. 
if you walk in love, real love, biblical love, you cannot walk in sin. And like this is this is so so huge. So God's love changes ours. And I think that it all starts, the starting point is like the mercy, the forgiveness that God gives us in, to us in Christ Jesus because he loved us when we were yet sinners. That is when we were not yet queens, he already loved us and gave his son. So the point of contact, I would say, is the mercy and the forgiveness of God, like for us to receive his love, you know. So God loves us so much that he has mercy on us, favor. He shows us loving kindness According to his mercy, he forgives our transgressions. And he doesn't just forgive them, but he forgives and he cleanses us from them. He takes them away. He forgets them. He chooses to never recall them to mind. He washes us from all iniquity, from all fault, from all evil. Why? Because he loves us. He, he purges us. He cleanses us from all sin and from the sinful nature. Because when you came to Christ, the sinful nature in your spirit was completely removed and you were given the nature of Christ. That's why we also say that God's love changes ours. So you you he were, you were purged by him from your sinful nature because he loves you. And because he loves you, he he has hidden like his face from your sins. That is, he would not recall them to mind. He's not going to be there reminding you, this is what you did last week or this is what you did last month. Once you've confessed it and repented, he's not going to be the one reminding it to you. If you still have memories of your sins and still like torment you, it's the devil, it's not God. And um, he loves you so much that he accepts your broken heart. It can be mentally broken, like the fact that you're mentally broken, the fact that you're hurt and so on. Your contrite heart, Contrite, crushed, destroyed, humbled, afflicted, broken into pieces. He does not despise it. That is, when your sin has crushed you, when your sin has destroyed you, when your sin has stolen so much from you, your time, your energy, your purity, your, your peace, your hope, everything that you had, you know, when your sin has taken, when sin has stolen those things from you and that it has oppressed you, it has kept you bound in chains for months, for weeks, for years, for example, for some people, when you've, and that you, you, you crushed this way and that you turned to God in this state of brokenness, in this state of being destroyed, being hurt, and that you really, you're torn apart from the inside and like, you turn to him, he will not despise you. God is not like people who, when you turn to them with your sins, with your sins, they'll say, oh, I can't believe you did that. You are so disgusting and stuff like that. That's not how God acts. He, even if your robe is as scarlet, as blood, you know, he cleanses you. So, like, he does not despise you when you come to him in that state of repentance. When you present yourself to him as a sacrifice, as a slaughter, as an offering, he does not... He does not despise you or scorn you, you know. He does not, he's not the type who will rub salt on an open wound. Because I know that there are other people like when you come to them with your sin and you tell them, there are two categories, like kind of, apart from the ones which act like God would want them to act. There are those who would try to sugarcoat it and say, oh no, it's not that bad, you know, it's fine, that's wrong. You have to admit that it was a sin. But there are others who will like, they will rub salt on the open wound. They'll be like, how can you be so stupid? How can you do something so bad? I can't imagine you did that. You've been a Christian for 10 years, 15 years. How could you do something like that? How could you like, the, the, the 
put like you're already down and they put you even more down you know and it's the opposite of what jesus does because the bible says that a bruised reed shall he not he can, you know the verse right um he shall not like crush down a reed that a reed that is already bruised you see what i mean so he's not the type who pours salt on open wounds like he sees that you're crushed and he pushes you further down to make sure that you really feel bad for what you did that's not how he works and we see that like through the story for example of the prodigal son when the prodigal son like he's been like hurt and torn apart from his sin like he's experienced the reaping for sure and he comes back to the father and he's like you can take me even as a slave the father doesn't even mention that the father hugs him he welcomes him and he never talks about it anymore and in fact he throws a party to rejoice that his son is back and alive you know so it's like that's the mindset of the father or like when when they brought jesus the woman who was caught in adultery he didn't say stone her let's stone her or after the people left he didn't like make her, to her a whole sermon on why it was wrong on why she was wrong on why everything she did was wrong because i probably guess at the time like because jesus knows our thoughts he knows our hearts i believe this is my my thought but i believe that in that moment when she was like from the moment they caught her to the moment where they dragged her and brought her publicly before the lord and it was already like a huge like exposure of her sin you know and i think that from that moment to when they wanted to stone her and to when he gave time for people for whoever was ready to stone her for whoever had never committed any sin i think at that moment like that that period of time till everybody left she had good time to reflect on her sins to confess them to god in her heart i don't know if that's what was what taking place but i imagine myself if i were in that type of situation that is what would be going on through my mind at that moment repentance confession like if god gives me a last chance if god gives me a last chance i'm gonna change i'm gonna put my life in order i really want to surrender to christ thank you lord for forgiving me so you imagine the moment where he 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 clearly lets her go he and he shows her that okay go and sin no more that is his sermon is in the whole thing that the sentence go and sin no more and what he did for her the forgiveness and you know the verse which says that to whom is forgiven much he's gonna love much i really feel that that's kind of what happened in that moment you know and he tells her go and sin no more he does not crush her father he does not shame her though everybody left and he as god had the right to clearly like elaborate to her like her sins at that moment and and, and make a sermon to her but i believe that that something was going on in her, her heart in that season of waiting and since god knows that thoughts and her hearts he knew like what whatever was going on in her mind in such a way that when he tells her go and sin no more he's like concluding a whole thing that we may not have seen or felt but like was probably going on that's my assumption you know so we're going back to the fact that god will not pour like he will not rub salt on an open wound when you're repentant for real when you it's when you've not repented that like god will send people he through the world through people they come and speak to you like you see the song that we just read it's the story it's a song written by david he stole somebody's wife he killed the person and he took the wife for himself since she was pregnant and he like after he did that no there's no verse which says that he reflected on what he did or repented you know it took a prophet 
to come to him and make him realize what he did for him to be like I made a huge mess and it took that for him to repent and what the way he repented he cried he he abstained from food for a certain time I believe he fasted he did there like he humiliated himself before God you, you and even the some from there you feel that his desire is like God just give me another chance and this time I will behave better I will never do that again I want to change I don't want to do that this is not the life that I want to live I want to be cleansed so that you see in the verse there's a verse here where he says there's a verse where he says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your way and sinners shall be converted to you. That's verse 13. So he's like, I've been in sin. I know what it is. If you give me another chance, if you forgive me, if you save me, I'm going to go back to tell the others who are in sin. Come to the Lord. Be converted. Be changed. Let us follow God's ways together, you see. And it's the same mindset, like when you're saved, you were first in sin and then you're brought in Christ. Or even when you were already saved and that like you struggled with addiction or to a sin at a particular moment, when you're out of it, your first desire is to teach people how to get out of it too, you know. So it's that mindset. And what can do that? What can change someone from the state of sinner to the state of somebody who will never commit the same sin ever again. Look at David. He did that mistake once in his life. And his repentance was a real repentance because you know that from there he turned around, he changed, and he never did the same thing ever again. You know that is a real repentance because there was a change associated with that. So what changes someone from a state of sinner to a state of converted person who is behaving righteously now. It is just the love and grace and mercy and forgiveness of God which changes people. So that's what we're talking about today. So God forgives you. He bruised, a cracked into pieces, crushed down, discouraged, struggling, read, shall he not break? He shall not crush you further than you are already crushed. If you've already repented, like seriously, God's not gonna be the one who'll come and, and like, condemn you no that's the devil who does that who condemns you when you've repented god is there to forgive you to to help you like fix yourself to help you get back in order like he said to the the, to the woman who was caught in adultery go and sin no more like okay you've you've been humiliated like this is the way i interpret it you've been humiliated you know your fault you know that what you did was wrong and I chose to not condemn you. So you have a second chance. Now go and sin no more. You see, it's in that style. God is not like he's going to bring back to you the past sin and condemn you with it. He's instead in the style of, okay, I've forgiven you. Go and sin no more. He's, it's more like that mindset, you know. You're free now. You're free from sin. Go and live a life of honesty, of love, and of surrender to Christ of obedience you're free from sin now go and live a life of obedience to god so god knows your pain he knows the shame that you went through because of that sin the brokenness he knows better than you even what it cost you and if you like you took the courage to repent because there are people who prefer like when they're already in sin they're like it's lost it's a lost case let's let's enjoy even more wet is wet so the people like that, they just like, when they've seen, they're like, there's no other hope, there's nothing left. And they, they, they don't have the courage to come back to God. They're like, okay, let's jump. We're already inside, so let's go further. 
there's no problem. But if you had the courage to turn back and come to him, he's not gonna chase you away. He's not gonna cast you away. He like, he recognizes the fact that you are sorry, that you repented, that you came to him, that you want to receive forgiveness. And he's the God who freely forgives. So he'll forgive you and he will even set you free from the thing so that you will never have to do the same thing again and again and again. And you'll be free and completely free. And that's the love of God, the love that changes anybody. Look at Jacob. Jacob was a a scammer if we can say it this way but God changed him into somebody else so the love of God can change us so this is just encourage someone first God loves you and second whatever you did done to him he can set you free he can change you so that you never have to repeat the same sin over and over again you'll be free to go and sin no more and free to obey God in all freedom and love and obedience so God loves you and he wants to change you and to transform you. And even if you believe that you were born that way, like with a specific sinful pattern or stuff like that, the good thing about new creation is that you get to be born again. So whatever you were born with the first time, which wasn't godly, it's gone. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So let us end with a quote for today. When you come in helplessness and with a real cry of brokenness, then God will meet you. When you come in helplessness and with a real cry of brokenness, then God will meet you. Let us pray. Father, like God, Almighty King of Glory, thank you for you are a God who loves and your love is real. Your love is patient. Your love is forgiving. Your love transforms our lives. So right now we just surrender ourselves to your love. We accept it and we thank you for it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And I specifically like, I have a word from God like right now. This is for whoever is struggling with this spirit of self-condemnation that is not letting you go. Like it's coming back and coming back and reminding you of your past sins. And right now I speak forgiveness into your life. You needed to hear this. Jesus says to you right now, I have forgiven you. Your sins are forgiven. So I speak to that spirit of condemnation right now and I command it, leave now and do not return in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave now. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you so much for listening from the from start to finish, from the beginning to the end. If you've been edified by this teaching, subscribe and share this on social media. Subscribe so that you receive notifications when there's a new a podcast episode share so that you edify other people through this and also make yourself available tomorrow to listen to the next episode by god's grace it's one new episode every single day by the grace of the lord and finally if you have prayer requests or testimonies or questions you can contact me on instagram or on facebook dr victoria e. so thank you so much god bless you and goodbye